McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday news. Florida officials have declined to file murder charges against a woman who fatally shot her neighbor through a closed door. However, state attorney Bill Gladston did say that the state would charge Lawrence uh, with one count of manslaughter with a firearm and one count of assault. Now, Susan Lawrence, a 58-year-old white woman from Marion County, is accused of fatally shooting her neighbor, A.J. Owens, who is black. Investigators have said that Lawrence became angry after Owen's children were playing near her home. Now, she could face up to 30 years in prison if convicted on the charges, according to the statement. Meanwhile, in Chicago, Ricky, prosecutors have dropped murder charges against Carlisha Hood and her 14-year-old son less than a week after the woman was accused of ordering her son to kill a man who had punched her at a South Side Chicago hot dog stand. The Cook County State Attorney's Office released a statement saying, based upon the facts, evidence, and the law, we are unable to meet our burden of proof in the prosecution of these cases. Now, the office did not specify what new evidence led to its decision, but it comes after video surfaced over the weekend that appears to show Jeremy Brown, the man who was killed punching Hood right before he was shot on June 8th. And that video has gone viral on social media. Yeah, went in there yeah. looking for a hot dog and left with wings. Yep, it, he sure did. Oh. He sure did. Um, and a lot is going on with the weather, Ricky. Uh, the weather prediction says many areas outside South and South Central Texas will experience their most significant heat of the season thus far. Now, temperatures could top 100 degrees through the week in multiple cities across the South. Officials say tips to staying safe during a heat wave include taking cool showers or baths, wearing loose, lightweight clothing, and drinking plenty of fluids to stay hydrated. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news for more on these stories and other hey, headlines. Hey, Maria. Yes. On Thursday, it's supposed to get up to like a uh, hundred something. Like I heard real. 119. Yeah. 119. Yeah. And uh, a father and his son actually died while hiking in the heat um, in Texas. So Man. folks have to, yeah, it is really sad. So it's important that everyone stays protected and do what they can uh, to try to stay cool. Of course, you can check out more on these stories and other headlines at rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T has your Tuesday sports update. What's going on? There it is. And for the first time since 2009 and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Man, shout out to the LSU Tigers, man. As you heard, seventh men's college World Series championship beating the Florida Gators. LSU sports programs hadn't been this year, man. We already know the women's basketball squad won earlier in the NCAA championships. Rick, did you get a chance to watch any of this game, man? Man, I had karaoke last night, but uh, it was a few people in the comedy club watching on that phone, so I was, you know, getting a glance in between songs. Man, LSU Faithful was in Omaha, and it was like 80%, 85% their fans and 20, 15 to 20% of uh, the Gator fans, man. It was it was amazing, man. Good, big ups to LSU right there. Uh, 
Five-time NBA champ Dennis Rodman back into sports headlines. He pulled up to the Houston's Pride Parade rocking a green schoolgirl miniskirt. And, of course, uh, the Internet let it loose, man. He let, they let him have it all week long. He <laughs> got here looking like a centipede in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, but, you know, Dennis, he's 62. He don't care. He's like, man, bring it on. Give it to me. <laughs> He's strutting around like it ain't nothing. Gary, did you see this? No, I haven't seen it, but I could only imagine, honey. Y'all don't want Dennis Rodman in the LGBT community because I swear, man, his face, if he don't look like one of them water bugs. Yes, they're a good grasshopper. Oh, man, there it is, man. That's my quick sports report right there. What you got, Gary? All right, y'all. You know, we talked about it yesterday, honey, that Rihanna is stepping down, y'all, as chief executive officer of her lingerie brand, Savage X50. Well, now, a lot of people are angry with Rihanna. They're saying, because why would she step down and give this position to a white woman? Now, they're saying there's so many black women out there that could have taken this position, but they're saying Rihanna decided, you know, take somebody of non-color. And people are upset about that. You know, I mean, Rihanna, she's only worth $1.4 billion. And, you know, she founded the brand back in 2018. But they're saying, you know, she just she's going to remain in a leadership role as executive chair, but she's not going to be running the business because, you know, she's pregnant with a baby girl and she already have a son. So people saying, but still, girl, you could have dug and looked around the HBCUs or somewhere and found somebody of African descent, but... I mean, so, Rick, how do y'all feel about that? I mean, you know, with her, her being, you know, an African-American woman having an African-American company, even though it's run by, you know, um, non-blacks, honey, people saying she could have still found somebody that, you know, black. I mean, it just depends on, for me, Gary, when it comes to business and, and dollars, and you know all of this stuff, oh, yeah. uh, it, it just depends on, you know, the, the, the what are their skill set, number one, right. and are they trustworthy, and are they going to, are they going to, take money from the company, you know, because yep. I done had some, some bad experiences with us and, uh, and for, for years and years and years. And then I went to the other side and having growth. And, and, I, and that's just my, that's my truth. Not saying that all black folks or whatever, but I'm just, I didn't have a good experience having us in charge. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, it's just my experience. I don't care if yeah. you get mad. Yeah. Well, my experience. Yeah, well, so people, uh, you know, upset, but hopefully they continue buying, you know, her um, brand or what have you and stuff like that. But right now, a few people are upset, so we're going to keep our parties lifted in prayer and hopefully it resolves some kind of way. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today is Summer Breeze. On the high end, you say Summer Breeze, and on the low end, you say Beautiful Fuchsia. That's your Kahlua for the day. Ricky Smiley. You show. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and all right, we're about the morning show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Rock? What up, man? It's going down. Putting it down for the Brigadier Tat. Neo, his baby's mother, the mother of his children, Sade Bagner Ease, has uh, demanded primary custody of their two children along with monthly child support. According to Radar Online, Sade and, and her two children along uh, with the monthly child support. Uh, her lawyer showed up to court last week to respond to Neo's lawsuit. Like last month, the singer filed a paternity and child support lawsuit against Sade. In the petition, he said that he uh, wants to share two minor children named Brayden and Brixton. He wants to have primary support on those. Now, she countersued saying that uh, she demanded primary physical custody of the two kids, but agreed to share joint legal custody, which would allow Neo to have a say on important matters in their children's lives. Sade said Neo should be awarded every other weekend visitations, along with alternating holiday parenting time. 
She also asked she also asked that the court award her temporary and permanent child support along with reimbursement for a fair portion of any medical, educational, extracurricular, insurance, or other expenses related to the minor children that she incurs. Now these are, are two two young uh sons. So what you think, Rick? Yeah, uh child support is for deadbeat dads, but child support is 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 not uh for willing fathers that's willing to be in the kids' life. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, what's what's every first and third weekend? What what, yeah, what is what, what, what is that mm. for for a black man or a white man or any man to be spending time with their with their kids uh, or whatever? You know what I'm saying? It, 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 that's what it is. It's simply what it is. It's visitation. Yeah. This is a tough. You know, one. This is a tough. Split that time up equal because it's fifty percent. The child is fifty percent the father's and fifty percent the mother's. Why is it just always assumed that the mother's supposed to have? Uh, uh, the child all the time. You can't see him into his manhood if they two little boys. They need to be with, be spend as much time with their dad as possible. Equal uh, the the uh, equal amount of time. Period. I'm sorry. It's an audacious request too, um, Ricky. When you think about it, she's saying, "Give me all the money, and you have less than ten percent of the entire year to physically spend with your children." And right. I'm saying that as a mother, it's just it just it's audacious. It's crazy. Right, that right, is a, Maria. a wild request. That's, that's, that's right. yeah. but, but you know, and, and Maria, that's court, and they're gonna ask for that. They always gonna ask for more than what they actually gonna get. But I just hope that 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 the judge uh, be fair because I know if I was sitting on the bench or whatever, and, and he's a got a good dad or a good mom, I would find a way to split the time up equally and be fair and just get out of this whole thing that men supposed to have visitation. No, 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 little boys in this, these days and times need visitation. Come on, man. They need yeah. motherhood and fatherhood. Absolutely. Equally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to see what happens, man. After their tribute performance to take off, Offset and Quavo spoke on reuniting at the BET Awards, man, during the quick interview backstage. Quavo said, long live the rocket. We pull it together. Rocket power. Offset added that the tribute meant everything to him. Quavo later wrote on Instagram, do this for the fam because this is bigger than me. That's a good thing right there, man. I can't wait for that. It's going to be amazing. Uh, speaking of the BET Awards, man, uh... Gary, your girl, Patti LaBelle, has opened up about her Tina Turner tribute this past weekend at the BET Awards. The music legend uh. sang simply the best. We all know forgot the lyrics. During the performance, Patti told the crowd, I can't see the words and I don't know. I'm trying, y'all. According to the Jasmine brand, after the performance, Patti said, it meant no matter what voice I'm in, I'm hoarse, I have a cold, but whatever. I had to do it. I was giving it up for Tina Turner because she's simply the best. So you heard it a little tweak every now and then out of me, but I love her and I did my best. Gary, any words for that? Nah, you know, I love Patti LaBelle dearly, but um, a tweak and a cold. She didn't have no cold. It wasn't about a cold girl. You just didn't remember the words. And she they put said the, I, she rehearsed her lines 1,000 times. <laughs> she actually did say that. <laughs> All right, baby, but this girl forgot him. <laughs> That's what's hot in the hot spot. But real, what you got coming up next? Rock Tia Janitor jumps the gun and ruins the research. That crazy story is coming up next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning. So Ricky, a janitor apparently fed up with a constant beeping coming from a freezer at a New York lab, allegedly shut it down for some peace and quiet, but in the process also destroyed $1 million worth of research. Now, the unnamed custodian from Daigle Cleaning Services was working at the Polytechnic Institute in um, Troy, New York, on the night of September 17, 2020, when he said he heard annoying alarms. So he opened an electric box, Ricky, and shut off the circuit breaker. But what ended up happening, he sent temperatures inside the freezer uh, to jump from negative 112 uh, to negative 25.6 degrees Fahrenheit. That move caused damages to be uh, believed to be at least $1 million. But the university is seeking an unspecified amount of money in the lawsuit against the janitor's third-party contractor. So they're saying this is like 20 years of research. 20-plus mm. years of research that he destroyed because he heard this beeping sound and he was like, oh my, wh- what is this? This is annoying. I'm trying to sweep the floors. I'm trying to, you know, clean off the counters. And... Um, he cut it off, and uh, it's costing them a whole lot of uh, money. Now, yeah, repairs. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I think the but wouldn't y'all think the arg, uh, the argument in court would be uh, he probably was trying to help the situation, and why didn't they put a lock on the box so he couldn't turn it off? So there it was a sign on the door that says this freezer is beeping as it is under repairs. Please do not move or unplug it. Maybe he couldn't read. Yeah, I was about to say. That's a good argument. If it's something that important, they would have had like a piece of tape over it. Like when you get your windows tinted, they put a little piece of tape on your glass. Say, hey, don't don't mess with this for three days. Or on a uh, RV vehicle, uh, there's things in the uh, what do you call it the elect the the panel the panel box that might have tape over it where you don't switch it over from generator uh, to uh, you know to uh, land power or whatever. And uh, you got certain ones in that in that box with a piece of tape over it, like you don't touch certain switches. Yeah, mm. so, I wow, think they can get out of this. They can they can probably get out. The the company can probably get out of this because yeah, it they put like them somebody. Up on, if they put him up on the stand like the dude from the Green Mile, uh, <laughs> probably he'll probably get off, Gary. John Coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. But that could have been somebody's. Just, what was the research? Or what was it? What- Cell culture sample, samples from other elements to further further analyze photosynthesis to improve solar panel development. Man, I hadn't heard photosynthesis since science. Uh, grade science class. Photosynthesis, mitosis. Yep. Uh, uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, it, it was three of them. It's three of them. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just remember that being in science class. I uh, uh, I did good in, 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 in biology. I just didn't do good in physical science, and I just don't understand how my brain works. But uh, yeah, they'll they'll beat they'll beat that case. But a million dollars in research—that that is a lot of money that he messed up. Yeah, and, uh, a lot. He sent his ass up there on the stand. <laughs>
uh, with a pack of cigarettes in his front pocket telling me he don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> there was one red flag that maybe I am skinny. And then something else even worse than that happened. I was traveling at the airport and I went in the bathroom. And you know, at the airport, they got them fancy automatic toilets, you know. So I was doing my thing, you know, and I finished up and I was waiting on the toilet to flush. A few seconds passed by, it still didn't flush. You want to know why? Because I'm so skinny, the toilet didn't detect an ass. It didn't sense no booty meat. Now, the woman next to me wasn't had a big ass because hers was flushing the whole time. But mine wasn't doing so I had to twerk over my toilet just a little bit just to get it to flush. Hey, comedian Rita Brent, y'all. All right. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hold it! He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a tea in the color of the day. Happy Tuesday, Gary. Happy Tuesday, Ricky. Good morning to you. Good morning, America. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Congratulations goes out to Blair Underwood. Y'all, you remember Blair Underwood? He used to play on a lot of shows back in the day, honey. He did of course. a lot of good um, TV shows and movies, whatever. But anyway, Blair Underwood married his longtime friend, y'all, Miss Josie Hart, over the weekend. They were saying it was in an intimate ceremony in the Dominican Republic, y'all. Now, they're saying, y'all, that, um, you know, it's like two years ago, Blair decided to end his marriage to his beautiful wife of 27 years, Miss um, Desiree. And, you know, and I've always used to hear their name, Desiree and Blair Underwood, and they seem like they were the perfect couple. And it's not like it's like I knew them, but now they are divorced. Yeah, they were saying that it was shocking, you know, to, you know, that many people would have never thought that Blair and Desiree would have ended a happy, successful marriage, but they did. Now they're saying y'all, Blair nor his um, ex-wife, Miss Desiree, have you know spoken out about what ended the marriage, but they're saying it's confirmed that she was definitely devastated by the end of her marriage. They said she's still having trouble, y'all, coming to grips, y'all, with the fact that she is no longer Miss Underwood. Now, Blair seemed to move on quickly, y'all, and shortly after leaving his wife, they're saying he found love again, honey, with their best friend, honey, Miss... Wait a minute, who? Blair Underwood. He they married... Best friend. The best damn friend. Him and his wife, best friend. He was married. it him and his wife's best friend? Yes, this woman was the like best that. friend. To me. You don't like I him. I don't like that. That was the best friend of his wife and to him, honey. And they got married y'all, over the weekend, honey. Now, they're saying, he said, quote, I've been very involved. That's what Blair said, honey. He told People Magazine. He said, in front of 100 guests, including actress Kim Fields and actor Malcolm Jamal Warner, they're saying that the two wed at um, Casa de Campo Resort and Villas in the Dominican Republic. He said, quote, I'm a Virgo and a bit of a perfectionist, so I like to make sure details are taken care of. He said it was a beautiful, soul-touching celebration of kindred spirits, love, and family as incredible as Josie as uh, she's a phenomenal person. Oh, and it was wow. a great thing. That was dirty. Ooh, you say all that, y'all can't never break up. 
Oh my God, honey. Man. They were friends for 43 Friend. years. How yep. many? 43 about the, the, years. They've been the, the friends new since wife, they were Maria. teenagers. Yeah, they've been yeah. friends since they were teenagers. That so just made new, me feel the, like they was they was plotting on the side something. during a marriage. Ugh. So, like so women, you saying the the the, uh, the new wife and the ex wife were friends for forty three years? Well, it says here on People that he he was friends with her for forty three years, and mm-hmm. he's fifty eight, which means they were teenagers. Yep. You know, maybe so. they should have got married in the first it, place. It, that's what it looked like. Maybe so. Um, but he stayed with Desiree for twenty seven damn years. Didn't he decide to leave her to get with um Josie? Oh my god! Oh, man, we've been sitting no on the bench a long time, and you get finally get called into the game. That's a long finally, time. You finally <laughs> get pulled up on that nip. Go in there, start shooting all kind of threes. Yes, sir. Oh my god, honey. <laughs> That's just a mess. Wow. I mean, it, it, it um, just, uh-uh. They they look happy. I mean, I look. you know I you know it's that's their business, but it just mm. seems a little odd. No, it ain't seem a little odd. It is our Paul Desiree. Okay, well, what with, if, but what if him and him and the, uh, the new wife liked each other a long time, and then he stepped out and then married her and stayed with her for twenty eight years, and she kind of feel like, well, we was best friends, and I knew him first. And uh, you know, and and now finally we together, Gary, huh? Yeah, huh? I understand all that, but honey, what? Why didn't you do that after um day one or year one? Sometimes you know, it don't work out that way. Sometimes chicks be like, they. Let me tell you something. Well, tell and me. And I got to say this, speak for all the men. <laughs> Women will friends on you in high school and college, and then when they get grown after they done been through stuff, then here they come. Especially after they done had all them puppies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Five time puppies. changes. Time changes things. Yeah, we ain't gonna change no damn thing with me, honey. You better not come around my damn house, you heifer. Looking up at that. Yeah, that that's, you didn't that's call definitely side out. Yes, yeah. that's what I called, honey. I don't like. Oh, that is so painful, honey. <laughs> Gary, they just realized they was in love after all this time. They just Gary, just help was a cow, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Damn, she's a cow. Oh, you are genuinely bothered. Yes, uh, I don't like stuff like that. Gary. Why would you disparage that woman for finding her true love? Well, you find your damn true love. If that was your true love, you should have got him from the start. Then, and I should have never came a damn but long. It be How about the women. That? It be the women friend. They be friend zoning men. Like they be, they act real. Y'all act real funny in college and in high school when y'all find and y'all on the major red squad. And then you, you know we've been trying to holler at you for years. And then and then here you come, twenty eight years later. That's how that's how it be. And you still want her, Ricky. And that's the Yeah, you still you still be wanting her. Oh whatever we don't mind if your stomach looks like some ball of homework, we still take it. <laughs> that's <laughs> love. Still that's be wonderful. Thinking about oh. that damn love. Yep. You know, oh, I, oh my God. Well, you said it. <laughs> Come on, What's day? next? Oh. Yeah. Summer breeze. Okay. <laughs> Summer breeze is the color of down the high. You say summer breeze on the Lord. I'm sorry, Steve. That just came out. I'm gonna pray for you, Gary. Yeah, but I got your bad, Gary. Yes, Ricky, that is tacky. That's painful. That makes me not even want to be in a relationship because you don't know who in the hell looking at your damn spouse when you with him after all those doggone years and stuff like that. And then you're going to leave this damn woman for this woman. No. Yeah, Gary, if you, Gary, if you get somebody, you got to dress him up like Ben Laden and cover up his face and everything. You're damn okay, right. Nobody you just, see who you got. You're going to just have an eye view just to see, honey, and you going to have some blinders on like a damn horse. You can't see on the side. <laughs> Look straight ahead. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
What kind of that's, relationship is that? That's going to be the kind because you're going to love me and I'm going to unwrap you at night with that. <laughs> I am like a mummy. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh, Gary. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I don't like nothing like that, honey. Did you give us a color? Yeah, he summer did. breeze, honey, on the high, on the low end future. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you had said a color was summer, bitch. Oh, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. That's it. Morning show. Time for your wake-up calls. Get it, your boy, 866 Now, Ricky, here we go. Patricia Collar from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I want to give a shout out to all the Brainerd High School class of 85. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Constance Phillips calling from Birmingham, Alabama, giving a shout out to myself who's turning 58 today. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Dawn from Ocala. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Nikki and TJ. Good morning. This is Denise calling from Miami, Florida. I'm calling to wake up Marani, and I want you to wake up and have a great and wonderful day. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning, Dr. Ricky. Smiley, I listen to your show every single morning. Today is my birthday. I'm 62 years old. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Happy birthday. Meridian, wake up. And Greenwood, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. When you at Dallas, wake up. In Chicago, wake up. ATL, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right, y'all, just one second, man. I got to let y'all know something, man. Listen. All right, so uh, we getting ready. And uh, we are about how many days? Maybe like uh, coming up on a month. Yes, sir. Coming up on a month, man. Everybody, uh, we are going to Daytona Beach. The whole entire morning show is going to be there. That's August the 11th through the 13th. We're going to have a good time at the Hilton Daytona Beach Oceanfront Hotel. And uh, listen, man, if you, we only have, it's almost sold out. It's almost sold out. We probably got about. Uh, maybe 10, maybe 15 rooms left. It, this event will sell out. I know a lot of people out there trying to uh, get your stuff at the last minute. Now, y'all really gonna want to come when we start announcing the artists. When we start adding the artists and the comedians and everything that's gonna be going on, uh, you're gonna be like, damn, I didn't get my ticket. It's sold out. Everybody, if you're in the Daytona area, if you're in the Orlando area that listen to us on Star, if you are down in Lottie Dottie, Palm Beach, uh, Dade County, 
Everybody, y'all make sure Jackson, I know Duval is coming through. We see a lot of reservations from people in Duval County. You know, Atlanta, D.C., Chicago comes to everything. And H-Town show up to everything. And you know everybody in the DFW going to be there. So listen. So we're talking about the Hilton Daytona Beach Oceanfront uh, Resort, man. Uh, it's in Daytona Beach, Florida, the world's most famous beach. Parasailing, jet skis, comedy shows, uh, dust to dawn party, praise and worship Sunday morning, uh, Sunday morning brunch. Man, we got a whole lot of stuff. Karaoke, if you get there. Uh, on a Thursday, man, we're doing a special edition of Karaoke Night with my, me and my man, Big Chris. Uh, 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 so I'm really excited about that. So listen, man, y'all need to write right now, Roxy. You need to let them know. Y'all need to jump on the internet. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Listen, if you're getting confused about all this amazing information, just go to rickysmileybbb.com. rickysmileybbb.com. All the information is there, and let's go get it, man. It's going to be an amazing it, time, Rick. It, it is. Maria, you're doing uh, exercise and yoga, uh, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be really dope. It's just a great time just to laugh and celebrate you and your birthday, Ricky. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing all the women come out uh, to the beach when y'all are doing a little ex- oh, doing yeah. exercise. <laughs> doing a lot of squats on the sand. <laughs> yeah, we will be there watching. <laughs> we will be watching. Trust me on that. Gary, are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited, but we're going to be walking by them, honey, while they squatting down me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wave. We're going to just wave. <laughs> right, Gary, you need to start doing yoga. Uh, you need to go ahead and start uh, working out so you, you might meet somebody at the birthday uh, uh, beach blowout. They say don't bring sand to the beach. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. All right, y'all. Y'all make sure, man. I got 15 rooms left, man. Go to rickysmileybbb.com. That's rickysmileybbb.com. Relaxation, celebration, and inspiration. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. More Rick's Smiley Morning Show coming up. All right, Rick's Smiley Morning Show. Let's go to the phone. Good morning. Uh, but hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, Rick? What's up, Rocky? Wow. What's wow. happening? What up, man? Oh, you hype this morning. Everything wow. good? You want you downstairs? Everything, every, yeah, not, everything was all good. I, I done got dressed, got me a new outfit to come in to work today. Got me a full tank of gas, everything. And I'm trying to call, walking out the door, finna leave for the last hour. Shout out. I'm trying to leave for the whole last hour. How long y'all been on? We've been since five. King! Been, been, oh, hold on, hold on. King! Man, this damn dog, boy, I swear to God, but. Why you so hype, man? I'm trying to Cause I got a good, I got a good sleep last night. Shout out, went to bed early. So I, I got to get up. What time you went to bed? What's early for you? About eight, eight o'clock. Shout out, I went to bed at eight o'clock. I was in okay. the bed. Shout out, I said I got to wake up early. I got to be to work in the morning. I got me a new outfit, everything. Okay. Then I get up, I get dressed. I done eat me some cereal. I done get dressed. What kind, what kind of cereal you have, Black Tony? Some Fruit Loop. <laughs> some what? Fruit Loop. Oh, Fruit Loops. Yo, hey, Black Tony. All right. Black Tony, why yeah, you, why your uh, dogs King cut. sound like a little Chihuahua? No, the kid shout in my nephew. They don't, man, they need kids. See, you, we need to get back to women need kids. Shout because they think everything funny. They think everything a joke. They done yeah. took my grandma. So they turned up to my grandma. She got a new wig. She got a good wig. My grandma right. got a good wig. They done put the damn wig on the dog. Yeah. And the dog outside on the porch and keep running off every time I try to grab. They know she's supposed to start her new job today. She got a new job. Your grandma? 
Yeah, she got a new job. Where's she working at? She need her wig to go to her new job today. She about to be there at, eight, at 9 o'clock. And I'm trying to change it down, Doc King. Come out. I'm trying to change it down, dog, down to get the wig off of so she can go to work. Oh, man. What kind uh, of dog Where your grandma working? Huh? Where your grandma working? She got a new job at the Popeye's at Atlanta Airport. <laughs> 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 she been trying to get this job for about two years. She been trying to get this job for a long time. She been hey, what kind? Hey, what concourse? <laughs> On Concord B. Everybody know what that's at. Everybody know what Concord B is. The Popeyes. <laughs> that line always be long, yeah. Hey, you can hear him all the way down the hall, Black Tony. Black Tony. Come here. Black Tony. Huh? Hey, you hey, hey, you going to be the You've been waiting for two years to work at the Popeyes and that little airport yeah. as a dream job. Yeah, but they had called her for one interview. She had went to an interview and then the pandemic hit and they didn't call her back, did they? Let's all. As soon as I catch this dog and get this wig off for him, I'll be there, I promise. All right, all right, all right. You good? You good? You good? All right. All right. All right. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Right. <laughs> Hold it! He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, what up? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. All right, Babyface, y'all, is finally breaking his silence, y'all, regarding that Anita Baker debacle that he and Anita experienced recently during their concert tour. Now, you know, Babyface, you know, he sat down and did an interview with Jason Lee, and it was very interesting. And, you know, I'm kind of coming off after hearing that interview in its entirety. Miss Baker probably, you know, she wasn't really as mean as people may have thought she was or whatever, but Babyface kind of, you know, de- you know, he defended her and himself. But here's what he had to say. First of all, I, I have no problem being a support act for Anita Baker. I have that much love and respect for her art. And it was her show. In terms of what happened that night, things got out of hand because there was a technical issue in the terms of, like, there was a video wall, this big video wall that Anita uses every night. It wasn't working and they spent the whole day trying to get it together. We arrived there probably at 12 noon, ready to go. And by time, it was time to go on the show, seven o'clock, show was supposed to start at seven. Uh, It wasn't fixed. Ultimately, all the time was lost. By the time the realization came that it wasn't gonna be fixed, it was nine o'clock. 
Wow. And then and he went on, you know, to say other stuff about it. And, stuff, and he said, Anita, they talked about it and what have you. And they were going to go on, then they weren't going to go on, then they were going to go on, but they wound up not going on. Yeah, and then, and then he, he also said that he was willing to perform uh, in front of while they still try to fix the video wall. Because I know that she does use a video wall. Yep. And uh, they said that that wasn't an option either. And somebody else came and told them that uh, they couldn't do the show the night. They didn't have to go on tonight. And then the fans started booing, that yep. it, which with all of the stuff make perfect sense. Then that's when he tweeted what he tweeted uh, uh, because the fans was upset and disappointing. Uh, yeah. Was disappointed and the show started late. So basically the fans sat there for two hours uh, before the show even started and it was, wasn't Babyface. It was just uh, Anita Baker. Yeah. But, uh, but he broke down every single thing. I uh, uh, would love to hear from, you know, hear from Anita Baker here, you know, exactly. what her side is. Yeah, and, and, you know, like you were saying, he said that, I mean, when the fans started booing and then they started making um, all these narratives that he didn't show up and all this other stuff, he said he had to say something. Yeah, yeah, the and, tweet, yeah you got to go up on stage or tweet or something say, hey, I am here yeah. uh, to let the fans know that, that you did show up. So Exactly. You know, uh, and you're familiar yeah. with that, Ricky. You remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll go out there on stage and wave and walk yeah. back. So you see me, you know I'm there. Yeah. Well, absolutely. So, so that was that. So hopefully they get back together and join forces again. I doubt it. You. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I doubt it. I was trying to be nice about it. But it, it was very interesting, though. But, you know, they both going on. And Babyface, um, from what I've heard, he's about to go on his own tour and what have you. So, you know, there you have it. So Anita and Babyface, that was a good concert. I saw the concert, and it was nice. You know, I actually, think, I, think, I actually think it's good publicity for him because when he go out on tour, uh, to have your name promoted like that on social media, Mm-hmm. And uh, I think all of his fans going to come out and then some. I think he's going to have exactly. a nice tour. Yeah. Exactly. So there you have it. All right. Moving on. And other celebrity news, y'all, is being reported, y'all, that rapper Offset, y'all, honey, accused his beautiful wife, Miss Cardi B, of cheating on him, y'all, after he was accused of cheating on her. Now, they're saying, baby, that Miss Cardi shut down that cheating claim and says Offset is just mad. Now, she did a live um, audio share on Twitter and claims that Offset is upset about the comments she made about upgrading to a richer husband if they break up, honey. And it went on and on and on, honey. And, you know, a lot of people saying that this marriage may be about on its way to end. And I'm like, they seem so happy together for one thing and stuff, you know. But when one person said the other person cheated, then some people saying that um, he said she cheated because somebody put out there that he was caught cheating with somebody with his jump off at her house or whatever and stuff. So it, it's just a mess, though. But I feel sorry for Cardi B, honey, because she's such a nice woman. And also is a nice guy, too. But, you know, these people today, these young guys and women with all this money, they're getting married for a week, honey, and not staying together. I'm like, I just don't know what, what the world coming to. What is it yeah, coming yeah, to? They, they just young. That's all. Yeah, yeah. but Ricky, we keep saying they young, but honey, you got more money than my family could have ever seen in their life, even though money ain't everything, but it, you know, it softens the blow. And I mean, they need to um, get it together. You know, yeah. just like with Neil. I mean, him and his wife, honey, you know, they filed divorce. We already know about that. So now, honey, they're saying that Neil filed a motion demanding a DNA test for the second um, 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 child father with his mistress, Miss Sade. Now they're saying, yeah, that the DNA matters. Mistress? What, they had two children? 
Um, yeah, well, yeah, he had two. He was with his first wife, or his first um, baby's mother, Marnetta. Then he left her to go with the um, second wife, Crystal. And then, you know, when he was with Crystal, he got with this other woman, Miss Day, honey. And they um, had kids together. And two what pandemic babies. Yeah. Two, two babies during the pandemic. Yeah, it's just sad. But they're saying, according to court records, honey, obtained by um, Radar, they're saying Sade and her lawyer baby showed up to the court last week to respond to Neil's lawsuit. Now they're saying, honey, in her new newly filed counsel, Sade demanded primary physical custody of the two kids, but agreed to share joint custody. You know, it went on and on and on. And they're saying, honey, you know, that um, she wants all this money. She wants him to definitely do his um, share of medical, educational, um, extracurricular insurance and all these other expenses and what have you. I don't understand how y'all men get with these women and have all these doggone kids and stuff for them and, or with them or whatever you want to call it. And then, uh, then you're fighting in court. Yeah. What is that about? I don't understand that. I don't understand it for the life well, of me. You got to go to court to try to establish uh, access and rights to the child. And then you got to go to court to, uh, to make sure before you even do that, to make sure that the child is yours. Because uh, I'll be watching these ju- divorce court and uh-huh. a lot of them babies don't be theirs. Yeah, I don't like and that, they, though, when, when honey. I they, be dis- they be disappointed. They said, the father, the baby is not yours. And on Mara, <laughs> they used to run out. And then Mara had them doing them doors locked and they be in the corner. Laying on the floor screaming because the baby not there. And, and and Billy Billy is like 43 years old. Billy, 43 years old, been thinking that was his daddy the whole time. The baby, the baby mama, 46. <laughs> but Ricky, my thing is, y'all know if you smell with him, just go ahead and claim the baby here. Just No, you can't do that these oh. days. Yeah, you can't do that these days because it's, it's some women out there that be getting it in now. You can't you do that. paperwork. Yeah, you got to got to get that paperwork. You got to get it established because it, it's it's some out there they don't do right. Mm, oh Jesus, the color today they do right. Y'all the ones that be doing wrong hell. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The color today, y'all, is summer breeze. On the high end, you say summer breeze, and on the low end, you say beautiful fuchsia. That's your color for today, honey. I y'all mean, give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> On today's What's Trending, uh, we came across the story of um, a black couple who refused uh, to, to, you know, to use going online crowdfunding sites like GoFundMe to get money for their medical debt. And uh, the story, uh, which which can be found on NPR.org, that's NPR.org, brought up the discussion about black stereotypes. Now, somebody could be celebrating a birthday, trying to, you know, pay for a funeral or just falling on hard times. Uh, we all have seen the post saying, hey, hit up my cash app or donate to the GoFundMe. So we want to know how do you really feel about asking for money online? Hit us up at 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Uh, Maria, how do you feel about that and what's your take on it? Man, you know, I was following the story on NPR, uh, Ricky. So the wife, uh, her name is Christy. She was dealing with medical bills from breast cancer. And her husband named Jermaine, he had just lost his job. So they had really fallen on hard times. On top of that, four kids to take care of. So even though a nurse at the hospital suggested that they tell their story to the local news or use crowdfunding to pay the bills, the couple, uh, the couple simply refused. And I can completely understand. And folks have pride and, you know, they don't want to contribute to a perceived uh, stereotype. The wife said it was 
but partly because of pride. And she was also aware that a lot of people has have uh, misperceptions uh, and stereotypes that most African-American people will beg. Um, and she didn't want to perpetuate that stereotype. Absolutely, man. The thing is, see, a lot of people are using social media and crowdfunding sites to raise money. And black Americans are 50 percent more likely than whites to go into debt for medical or dental care. So the question is, though, if you need it, why not use it? Yeah, Rock. And another thing the story talks about is the fact that, believe it or not, blacks are less likely to use sites like GoFundMe. And when they do, they get far less. So in this story, the wife shared that her mother also suffered from cancer that drove her into debt. And she said her mom told her that getting help from friends and family was one thing, but asking total strangers is something else. So throwing your Cash App handle out there for someone uh, to give you birthday cash is one thing. But if you are in serious financial need, should you use crowdfunding? Yeah, uh, I, I feel like you, you should if you don't have any other options, you know, and uh, everybody don't have uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Everybody can't afford that, you yeah. know, uh, uh, whatever. The first time I had insurance, when I started working at the uh, radio station, um, 95.7 in Birmingham, what is it, APTA, whatever whatever that, uh, uh, that, 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 yeah, is that what it is? No, after it's through um, TV. Um, yeah, that medical insurance. Athletic. Uh, no, you probably had after for TV and film if you were, you know, still doing shows, if you were part of the. Um, yeah, no, no, yeah. It, it, it was it was called something else that we had. Okay. Out, and that's when I started going to the dentist trying to get, you know, uh, uh, stuff corrected or, or whatever cavities and all that stuff because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't have it. But uh, it, it's just uh, I think some of this stuff is uh, systemic the way we were set up. It goes all the way back to yeah. why we have the education that we have and and uh, the white schools have this and we have this and, and all of that stuff. And this is part of one of the trickle-down effects of the way society is set up uh, That that's not meant for us. And that just that's, that's how I feel about it, Gary. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it, it's just spooky because I listening to this story. I mean, it kind of changes things. But my thing is, that, you know, we definitely need insurance for one thing. And you know, you remember how our parents and our grandparents honey, had those insurance policies held for uh, ever? They was paying five dollars a month or whatever forever on those policies. Then when they wound up dying, they didn't really match up to um, much. But it, it's a sad thing because GoFundMe. I know people, you know, that's the new thing that people are using and stuff. But if I had to use GoFundMe, I think I had to question it because first of all, we as Africans in America. Because sometimes we have a tendency to be very judgmental. Now, if I put myself up on there um, for GoFundMe, if I need help and I go to GoFundMe and stuff, the first thing people oh, yeah, girl, you remember he used to, honey, he used to have some good shoes and he used to have this and he used to have it. Now y'all on GoFundMe. Well, now you're GoFunding me. You're, you're shaming me or shaming me or whatever. So it makes me not want to use GoFundMe and stuff, even though I knew because you're going to have to right. hear all the repercussions, honey, from these judgmental people and what have you. So but it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just sometimes, think, sometimes you got to just ignore them and do what you need to do to put food on the table. If you have an emergency, you know what I yeah, mean? Okay. You got to do that. But then on the other hand too, though, we need to kind of like, you know, you know, learn some things too. I mean, you know, I never get a dear friend of mine said that back, black people beg for what they um, need and buy what they want. And that's a sad thing situation. But, now I do I do get irritated when I look when I look on your page and see that you went on a couple of cruises and then you have a loved one to die or whatever and you can't bury them and then here you come on to go fund me and I had to stop uh, 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 putting money into the ground you know like like that because uh, if you can go get your hair done and your nails done get your hair cut and get some rims and certain stuff that you have 
or whatever, you can definitely get burial insurance because for them to have to collect money, some people ha- have no choice. And I'm not yeah. judging, but I'm just talking about simply prioritizing. I'm talking to the people that have the means to pay uh, uh, monthly insurance, uh, if nothing else, burial insurance, because what to, uh, three things you're going to do, pay taxes, stay black, and die. That's for sure. And uh, uh, and, and that day is, is coming. And, uh, you know, we and not just get burial insurance to uh, just for the funeral and to bury you, your funeral expenses. Hell, to leave something to your kids, to leave something to the next generation like, uh, you know, like they do. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. stuff like that. So uh, that stuff is real important. Uh, let's go to the phone line. Good morning. Hey, I'm Bridget. I'm calling from Atlanta. I was calling because, yeah, I will not ask for no go for me. I will just ask family members greatly between each other, but going online and asking no because people forget what they came from. People forget that they want me to help too. So they can see my go fund me and then judge me. Like, they be like, oh, well, I saw you out of town, but you don't even know why, why you saw me out of town. How I got out of town, you don't know none of that. Just saw me somewhere and expected I have money. People forget that they once needed it too. Yeah, this is Keith Baltimore. I'm just sick and tired of people you know, me posting their cash app over there on their page all the time for anything. Cash app me this, cash app me that. It, it, it just looks desperate. It looks so it's sad. Hi, my name is Danielle Laney. I'm calling from Jacksonville, Florida. I think it's okay as long as it's, in a, it's a legitimate um, reason, like for a surgery or for a funeral for someone who's financially not financially able to um, bury their loved one, I think it's okay as long as it's legitimate. Chiquita, Miami, Florida. My thing with the GoFundMe, if it's really a need, like a medical need, that's one thing. But for funerals, when I've seen you parading around with hair, clothing, and all this stuff all year, now God forbid something is happening, you hollering, you on GoFundMe, no, nah, I, I ain't going to be able to do that. You got to learn how to prioritize. Grandma them had glow for the longest. Pay that little, get the get the policy when they're young and just pay the little $10 every month. I think social media is the new corner for beggars and bombs, to be honest with you. I hate it even for birthdays for people to post their social media. I mean, social, you know, their cash app or whatever. I hate it. If I want to give you something for your birthday, I will inbox you and be like, hey, what's your cash app? But for you to post it, it's like, it's almost like you're expecting. You have an expectation for people to give to you. Just because it's your birthday doesn't mean everybody wants to give to you. Right. Hey, that, that's a good point, man. Thank y'all for your phone calls. Uh, if y'all could not get through, hit us up on rickysmilemorningshow.com. Show. All right, y'all, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. It's about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, my brother. Good morning, man. Good to be with all of y'all. Man, listen, the Supreme Court. What's up, man? The Supreme Court yesterday, uh, well, the Supreme Court did something I, I think is important, which is continue to support the Voting Rights Act. And with that, uh, they essentially told the state of Louisiana that they need to have a second black voting district. Uh, many of you all know that the United States Census takes place, and once the United States Census takes place, there's something called redistricting. And when redistricting happens, the state um, signed by the governor, state legislature signed by the governor, has to redraw or draw their congressional line. And it, it, is, it is what we call insane in most cases, because uh, it's, it's used often to make sure that you reduce the power 
of Democratic votes and especially um, reduce the power of the black vote in places that are normally controlled by the Republicans. And that's not my opinion. That's just the history of what we've dealt with. And so in Louisiana, they put forward a a proposal after after the Senate, after the census um, that had one black voting district. Um, Y'all know as well as I do, there's more black people in Louisiana than that. And so this was a fight to make sure that there is a second black voting district. Um, The Supreme Court essentially said that they are in support of the Voting Rights Act. The Voting Rights Act says that you cannot discriminate based on race and based on the census numbers, only having one district um, in many ways is against the Voting Rights Act. This is consistent with the decision they made earlier about the same thing in Alabama. Alabama put forward a a plan. Um, there was only one. Thirty three percent of the state of Alabama is black. That doesn't make sense. So they had to they had to create a second voting district. Um, you know, okay. I'm I'm curious what you think, Matt, because I, I I appreciate how a very conservative Supreme Court is leaning on the provisions of the Voting Rights Act. Um, but, but I still think that long term. You know, there's still going to be challenges, man, with having all black districts, because essentially what it says is the only place that black folks have congressional power is in these crazy drawn lines where only black people live anyway. Um, And so long term, I, I just still don't know if long term this is the greatest kind of plan when I realize that short term without the Voting Rights Act, we might not have any black districts. So, so I, I realize the power of the Voting Rights Act here, but long term, I still don't know if it's in our best interest. Right. Mm, that is a deep conversation. It is. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. And 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 the way they draw these lines is so insane that if we didn't have a Voting Rights Act, literally, we would be in states that had no no black legislative power because uh, they would draw the line. I mean, some of you that don't know this, they draw these lines so crazy they don't make any sense. One right. district looks like a French fry. Another looks like a T-bone steak. One looks like an elephant. Another one looks like a hummingbird. I mean, it's it, it, the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in politics. But it's not ridiculous for the people that's doing it because it's doing it's done expressly to take away the vote, take yes. away legislative. I mean, representative power from black people. Yes, because I they did. can't do it overtly. So they got to do it. Well, they're doing it overtly. <laughs> I mean, well, they can't. They can't. They can't come out and say that that's why they're doing it. Right. But exactly. they know that exactly. we have that power, and they got to keep it away from us because they know what the result yeah. of it will be. But 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 these are, this is this one thing is an example of why who you elect as president is important because who you have in the Supreme Court matters. Why you participate in the census is important because it impacts redistricting. Why who you elected the state level matters because they are the ones that are drawing these lines and determined to have power. Like this one thing shows how important all this stuff is. Man, Rick, Rick, before I get out of here, man, 70, 77 years ago, uh, the most important person in the world to me was born. Um, today is my mother's birthday, Jacqueline Arnita Johnson. Yes. Um, man. gonna make it she thought i was gonna make it um supporting me when i didn't know myself um has always been a quiet force of god of morality of character of doing my best 
um, never forcefully, but always present. And so, Mom, I love you so much today. Um, the the universe is celebrating uh, your birth because in such a profound way, you impact the life of every single person that you touch. I love you. Happy birthday. So those are three things I got for you, brother. Y'all hit me at Jeff's Nation on IG. Um, man, always good to be with you, brother. I appreciate every single morning I get to chime in to the greatest show on radio. Fix a deal. 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 Get your balls back. Take a listen to this. Authority over your house. Get your balls back. If you don't get your balls back, you won't have no seed to bring forth no fruit. Oh. I didn't come to play today. Somebody shout, I'm getting my balls back. I'm getting my ability to produce. I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. You can be sissified if you want to. But greater is he that is in I'm holding mine right now. Yeah. I'm holding on to mine. That, that's one of them songs that make you cut your balls. Like, get your balls back, Gary. Oh, I've I, been I, I letting mine go, honey. So, <laughs> <laughs> ain't got to worry about right. me, honey. <laughs> You ain't got to worry about me. <laughs> Gary. I don't want him back. <laughs> Gary, she said you can be sissified if you I want know. to. How dare she? <laughs> Gary, you what you would have did if you were sitting in there? <laughs> baby, all the dead girls say, uh-uh, niece, uh-uh, honey. Get your balls back, baby. Mine's are gone, honey. Uh-uh. <laughs> Tuan, let everybody know how they can see this video. Hit me up on my IG page right now at Tuan the Dunn. I'm screaming. Y'all crazy in here. Yeah, man. All right, fellas, y'all heard it. She said, get your balls back, man. What church is that? We got to get your balls back. I am inspired and holding my balls as we speak. All right, y'all. We got songs that'll be in your head all day. Coming up right here. All right, y'all. Ricky Fly, the morning show. What you doing about that, about T.I., man? Everybody out there, man, is trying to get their balls back. Hey, I know what the lady said at the church on Fixing Jesus, but guess what, man? If no nothing else help you get your balls back, this album right here would. This is one. Hey, what does this take you back to, Special K? What take uh what you know about that, man? Uh, ATL, uh, summer of uh what, 2018, 2015, swear. something like that? Yeah, How dog. old is that? No, 2004? How old it is this song? It definitely wasn't 2018. I know, I, I know. No, like that, 2004 that like, oh, okay. or 2008. Man, when I tell you when he came out with that right there, man, you know I'm a T.I. fan, and uh, I knew T.I. way before he blew up. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I knew that when he, I said, man, when he make it, man, it's going to be big. And then when he came out uh, with that, you can have whatever you like. 2006. But, but, 2006. Yeah, yeah, 2006. That's when it was. 2006. But, uh, 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 tell a little shorty with an ass so fat. Why you wanted to go and do that? Now, that's my favorite by T.I. all time. I know everybody Mine loves Mine is 24s, man. Oh, yeah. 24s. Because yeah. I've been friends with DJ Toomp for a long time. And I remember him telling me that he said, this guy is going to change the game. When he come oh, out, he, he said, this dude going to change the game. And he did. He definitely did. Man, I Shout swear, out to man. Tip, man. 
Man, yeah. Uh, Rock, what's your favorite T.I. song? Man, this one right here. I mean, this, this is like an anthem, bro. It's, I think this song was before its time. Like, I don't see this thing ever getting old. Like, when it comes on, you just, it's like, it's like when Atomic Dog come on with the Q's B. Is like something happened uh, yeah. to you? This is one of them songs, man. You just like, come on, let's get it. Yeah, man, but, but, but boy, I don't care what y'all say. On tell, on tell a brother no with an ass so fast. Why you want to go in? That's my favorite, man. Me and my friend brother T. West used to ride around listening to that, man. Like, we would play that over and over on that CD, man. Like, running back one, he'd be like, Q dog, Q dog, Q dog, dog. I was like, yeah, what up, dog? Man, run that back one more time, dog. I don't care what nobody <laughs> saying. <laughs> 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 the best <laughs> birthday bash ever was when T.I. headlined. He shut it Bruh, down. He shut it down. Yeah. He shut it down. Know, man. He showed up man. this year. He just shut still it. No. looking amazing. When he headlined yeah. it, yeah, when he headlined, when he headlined yeah. it, he shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. yeah, he get, but he, he did go on stage, Maria. Yeah, this year he went on stage. Mm-hmm. Which one? Which one? He uh, had the crowd going crazy. Uh, everything. Shoot. Everything. Probably I mean, you know, everybody's doing their fifty years to hip hop. So there were right. a lot of people on stage in Atlanta. It was like one of the most lit birthday bashes um, ever. But Ricky, have you ever heard uh, Roberta Flack "Gone Away"? That's where this sample here came from. Really? It's oh, amazing absolutely. how they put it together from that original track. In that original track. No, no. For this track, for what you know about that, it's uh, oh. the original song is by Roberta Flack. It's called Gone Come Away. On Look Come that on up. Now. Look Come that on up. Google. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. on now, Google. No, not Google. I got it in my iTunes. <laughs> I've been had that song in my iTunes. No, no, I, I love it, man, because you know I, I am a big fan of music, man. Hey, man, we appreciate that. We're going to do some more TI this week. That's going to be a lot of fun. But next week, uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to do that Blue-Eyed Soul. Let's get ready for Blue-Eyed Soul for songs that are staying in your head all day. So y'all need to go on the website, ricksmilemortishow.com, and put in your favorite song that a white person made that they play on black radio stations, and we call it Blue-Eyed Soul. Uh, I cannot wait. As a matter of fact, we're going to do two weeks of it. We're going to do two weeks of it, so I'm excited about that. Uh, we got the one and only uh, Bakari Sellers on with us this morning. Uh, 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 from CNN. Uh, always good to have Bakari on the show. Uh, Bakari, good morning, man. Good morning. Bakari, hey, hey, Bakari. Good morning, good morning. There you go, there you go. I'm just making sure you were there, man. Uh, we are so excited to have you on, man. And uh, let me just start by saying uh, a 93-year-old grandmother is fighting a lawsuit from a property developer uh, who she believes is attempting to force her to sell her home, which she, uh, which she has been, in, you know, which been in her family since uh, the Civil War, and uh, so uh, you coming on this morning, Bakari, to break it all down. So uh, happy to have you on the show today. What's going on with Miss Josephine Wright and her property? So look, I, I found out about Josephine Wright on Twitter. Um, and I think Elon Musk has made Twitter trash, but that's a whole nother story. And I saw the story. It was in Hilton Head, South Carolina. It warmed my heart. So I reached out to the family and said, what can I do to help? And since then, we've been raising money. We've been working with their lawyers. We've been raising awareness. She's 93 years old. She's about five feet tall. Um, still gets around, still raises hell. She does everything uh, that, that is just that, that's possible to do for a 93 year old woman. And this is a story that's old as time. You have these black families, particularly around the coast and the Gullah Geechee culture. Y'all know about the Gullah Geechee culture. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, people people try to take people try to take their land and we don't have generational wealth. And one of the ways you're able to build generational wealth is passing down land. 
and Josephine, she has um, she has kids, she has grandkids, she has great grandkids, and this is this is the gathering spot for her family. And this big development company out of Georgia is just trying to take it from her. They just they they can build their development without her land, but they want it anyway. So now, Bakara, she's a Geechee woman. Now, so could you tell us about the history of the property and her lineage? And are you trying to get the property um, designated as a historic site? So that's a, the latter is a really good question. Um, one of the things we're trying to do is just make sure that we exhaust all avenues so that the property is not just left alone during her lifetime, but her kids and grandkids and great-grandkids can have enjoyment. So an historic site is, a, is, is on the table. I'm not sure it will qualify, but you can try. Um, and when you talk about the Gullah Geechee culture, this is, I mean, these individuals, their contribution to American history is fascinating. Their contribution to the culture is fascinating. They are, they speak their own language. They are original um, an original connection to our West African culture and the food, the dialect, the way they pass down stories. Um, it's just, it's, it's exceptional and they are us and we are them. And the fact that you have development companies often that try to come and take their land along the coast, it should, it should just make people upset at their core. Mm. Mm. Well, you know what, Bakari? I just want to say um, that I appreciate you so much. You are like the freedom fighter. You are continuing the legacy of our civil rights heroes. And what you're doing for this woman is just so inspiring um, and amazing. Can you give us some details on the legal steps you're taking uh, to ensure she can keep her land? Because I know there's some technicalities with that as well. Yeah, fighting in the court of law. Um, they say the, the development company has made an argument that a portion of her land she was accidentally given 30 years ago. Now, first of all, that's not accurate. <laughs> she wasn't accidentally given anything, and you don't accidentally give people land 30 years ago. Um, then that, that's a portion that they have in some dispute. Regardless of that fact, you know what old black folk do do? They pay their property taxes. So even if the argument was correct, she's paid her property taxes for the last 30 years, and ain't nobody ever said nothing about it. So we're making an argument, and they're trying to use that argument to take the entire piece and everything. And our argument is simply this, that, look, this this land is hers. It's been in her family for 150 years. She's up to date on her property taxes. Um, You know, she should be able to enjoy this land. At 93 years old, you know what you don't believe you should be doing? In a lawsuit, getting served. Uh, Like, I can't imagine. I'm a lawyer. I can't imagine serving a 93-year-old anything. I mean, that's just incomprehensible. I hope y'all asking for attorney fees because that's just because what they try to do is out litigate and try to uh, keep somebody in court who can't afford to pay attorney fees. I hope that, uh, you know, everybody could, you know, jump in and uh, figure out, uh, you know, how, how can we help? Right, Rock? I mean. No, absolutely. Like, what, what can we do, Bakari? Like, what can we do to rally behind her and her family? Well, I mean, this is, this is important right here. I mean, just the fact that you all, I mean, this is why Ricky Smiley's show and all of you all is so important. I, I appreciate the kudos to me, but like, there's not many places you can go where black folk, I mean, it's a black 93 year old woman in Hilton Head, South Carolina. There's no reason for the national media to pay attention to her. Um, but you all are. So, I mean, raising that awareness, raising, using your platform is just amazing. She's raising money for attorney's fees. I, I am just doing everything I can pro bono. She does have a lawyer that is working in the weeds diligently um, on the, the, the property issues and the tax issues. Um, and it costs money and shout out to Kyrie Irving. Um, Kyrie Irving donated forty thousand. Um, wow! To, 
the young the young lady, and I know Kyrie's been going through a lot lately. Um, and you have to you have to hold people accountable when they when they do stuff bad, but you also have to praise them when they do stuff right. So, um, shout out to Kyrie Irving, and she's raising money. She has a GoFundMe. All the money goes to the legal fees, and she is the sweetest woman um, you can ever meet in your life. And I'm sure. she reminds me of my grandma. So we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight wow. till we can't fight no more. Hey man, I uh, Bakari, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we absolutely and, and keep us informed and updated on it. any changes in this situation or any rulings. Uh, you know, uh, with some of the pre-childs or whatever. Please come on here and and let us know. And uh, uh, we we got your back and we support you 110. percent Bakari, let everybody know how you can be reached. Bakari underscore sellers on Twitter and Bakari sellers on IG. Appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe. Have a great holiday. There it is, you too, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Bakari Sellers. It's the Sign of Morning Show. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday news. A potential groundbreaking breakthrough in cancer treatment may come in the form of a vaccine. Now, after years of modest progress, researchers now believe that they have reached a crucial juncture in their investigations. And it is widely anticipated that a multitude of new vaccines will emerge within the next five years. Now, these vaccines differ from traditional ones that are designed to prevent diseases. Instead, they aim to reduce the size of the tumors and impede the recurrence of cancer. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah. In other news, Ricky, we talked about the heat wave affecting uh, southern states earlier in the show. Now, the East Coast is bracing for severe thunderstorms on Monday from New York down to South Carolina, potentially impacting more than 60 million Americans. Now, the biggest threats are lightning, large hail and wind gusts up to 70 miles per hour. Airlines have canceled more than 1,400 flights due to the severe weather with airports in New York, Boston and Atlanta getting hit the hardest. Lastly, who would have thought that smell and depression are linked? Researchers at John Hopkins Medicine say they have significant new evidence of a link between decreased sense of smell and the risk of developing late life depression. Now, their findings published on June 26 do not demonstrate the loss of smell causes depression, but suggest that it may serve as a potent indicator of overall health and well-being. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? There it is. And for the first time since 2009 and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Yeah, man. LSU Tigers roll. They win, as you heard, the seventh man's college World Series championship in school history, beating the Florida Gators. LSU sports programs handling business this year. We already know women's basketball squad won the NCAA championship earlier this year as well, man. Five-time NBA champion Dennis Rodman. Back in sports headlines, pulled up to Houston's Pride Parade, rocking a green schoolgirl skirt. Not sure if y'all saw this yet, but uh, y'all can go to my Instagram real quick at Roxy Holland. Looking like the Gremlin. Uh, After they put the water on him. Oh, hey, man, 62 (laughs) years old. When when they changed over. Yeah, yeah, you know, the Gremlin be cute, but then when they get wet. No, it's Gizmo, then the Gremlin. First of all, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So uh, there it is. But that's Dennis man, Rodman. Why, why you look like that, man? I don't talk about people, but damn, Dennis <laughs> I Rodman. I love Dennis Rodman. He came out to the damn to Gary Nem parade 
Okay. With a, with a damn Girl Scout dress on. Was it a Catholic, was it Catholic school? It was, it was Catholic school, honey. Yeah. Little plaid skirt, honey. Man, Maybe he looked like that, that damn. He looked like Pegasus, that damn devil on a. Uh, uh, what's that movie? Clash of the Titans. Day. Day. My lord. Super Day. Does look like him. He, he looked. Dan Robin looked just like the damn devil. Look at the devil. The, the little devil. Uh, uh, I think his name was Pegasus. Yes. On that movie Clash of the Titans, he looked like the, the the damn thing that come out out of the ocean at the end that turned into stone. Oh, uh, uh, what they call it? The, the, they call uh, it Dennis the, Rodman. The Kraken. The Kraken. Uh, release the Kraken. <laughs> release the Kraken. Oh, my God. Boy, that's an ugly mother. Ah! Oh! Shut your mouth. <laughs> hey, on that note, real quick. Hey, man, we all know Chris Paul III, CP3, was traded to the Golden State Warriors for Jordan Poole. Draymond Green shares his thoughts and his feelings on CP3. I don't like CP at all. Like, we don't have a good relationship at all, but I respect his hustle and I respect his IQ. He's smart as hell. And, um, and, and CP was kind of using, like, CP saw stuff coming up. And, you know, once you start to get older in this league, you start to realize, like, okay, this guy is coming. Eventually, he may catch me because I'm going to start to decline at some point. And so I would kind of see CP kind of keeping stuff at bay, but yet, fucking giving him a, a stiff arm at the same time. Uh-oh. So well, goes, what is that all about? I mean, he just, you know Draymond. He call, he expressed his thoughts, his feelings. He called, he like to see it. You can agree with him or not. But he's like, listen, man, you know, CP3, cool. I respect him, but I don't like him really too much. Well, don't nobody care that you don't like him. <laughs> well, we're going to find out because they're teammates, as for right now. That is, if he don't sign with the Lakers or the Clippers or something. Oh, so CP at, CP at the Lakers. No, CP3 is with the Golden State Warriors now. They traded away Jordan Poole, who's the dude that uh, that Green punched in the face last uh They last traded year. him away? They Are you serious? For CP3. So oh, Jordan no. Poole is in Phoenix now. Oh, well, I mean, he might do good in Phoenix. I'm, I'm sorry, Washington. Washington. Because I oh, forgot no, no, CP3 no, no, got no, traded no, no, to no. Washington, and it's, then Washington traded All yeah. the way across the United States, to, uh, and the Washington team wasn't that good last year. That was all right, but they ain't, no, ain't going to win no championship. Yeah, maybe they need to, somebody need to get Dennis Rodman back out there. He could scare somebody <laughs> out of some rebound, because that's an ugly mother. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and catch me at the hot spot. It's the Alright, morning show. real, what you got? All positive things today in the hot spot. Of course, I'm oh. filling in for the brat. Yes, uh, this might be a first. <laughs> All good positive news in this specific report. Of course, I'm Maria Moore filling in for the brat. This is a hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. Deadline reports that Angela Bassett will receive an honorary Oscar during the November 18th Governor's Awards in Los Angeles. Now, we all know that she was denied that Oscar and what's love got to do with it. We all thought and still think she should have won that yeah. year. So it's going to be really nice to see her, um, you know, get an award. And even in Wakanda Forever, I think we were hoping that um, she was going to get an award there as well. But, but would you ain't, want that, ain't, ain't that crazy they can get somebody an Oscar for playing a crackhead, but then somebody do a role that, that just yeah. uh, uh, put uh, sisters in a really beautiful light and they can't even win. Yeah, That's just yeah. my opinion. Yeah, but my thing is, would you want an honorary Oscar or would you want one on your merits? From just being I mean, a great I mean but, but 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 what but who are they to decide? Because obviously they got it wrong, so we'll take the Oscar. Yeah. If it's an honorary Oscar, that's that's like being a uh honor uh, you know, like grad chapter versus undergrad. You got grad chapter that pay their dues and take the fraternity and the organization to the next level, 
and and just because you playing harder, that don't mean you. I, I mean, I, I know that's a weird analogy, but. Yeah. I, I see what feel, you're saying. I see like, what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But look at all the community I've done. I, they, I got a doctorate degree, uh, Gary. Yeah, I know. That was honorary <laughs> too, huh? Come on, Say Dr. What? Smiley. That was honorary too, wasn't it? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that bad boy. It's all that Well, bad. and you deserve it and you earned it. Yes. And you're, yeah, yeah, you're a doctor the, in our eyes. But look at all the body of work I put in over, over the years. Yeah, yeah, come on now. Yeah. I can't get no, no love. Sir. Okay, decades. Well, on, okay, then. Yeah. yeah, decades of work. Yeah, but look you at all the children that. that went hold to on, school. Hold on, hold on, Maria. Wait a second. What, Gary? Look at all the people that went to school and worked hard to get a doctor and couldn't get the guy. I mean, get the doctor. <laughs> 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 Didn't I say we was going to keep this report positive? Can, can we recurse our attention? <laughs> Mary J. Blige has a biopic in the works. This is going to be fun. Reports say that uh, the biopic is currently in the works, according to the Jasmine brand. Insiders close to the project say that Mary is working closely with BET Plus for the project and an official release date has yet to be revealed. So I'm looking forward to that. She did have some drama in her life, but uh, she is a very resilient and inspiring woman. So looking forward to that. Uh, Tony Braxton, Brandy, Dr. Dre, and more will receive stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Isn't that awesome? It's been announced that uh, Tony Braxton, Brandy, Dr. Dre, Chadwick Boseman, Kerry Washington, all set to receive stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next year. Other people getting stars, Shirley Ralph, oh, Mario nice. Lopez, Otis Redding, and Angie Martinez. Uh, hopefully they'll add to your doctorate. Uh, Ricky, maybe you'll get a star soon there as well. Yeah, you deserve that. I, 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 I probably won't guarantee with the tear probably get one before me. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, now Ricky, now that I've now that you should have a star. Now that you know, I don't mind. I don't think I've done enough. I think, but, but I don't no, think I've done, done enough. Done, done enough to, to, to get a star. However, I got some stuff coming up, and then let's talk about it after I do these next few projects that I'm working on. So I got I got time. I got. I time. think if they hadn't have deleted those scenes out of All About the Benjamins, that would have sealed it. There it is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, look, everybody know I was in in All About the Benjamins. They 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 rewrote the last part of the movie, Special K, for your information while you're trying to throw okay. shade. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, and they just... put out the d- deleted scene. The scene was so good, they put it on the DVD. That's right. how people uh, know it. And we <laughs> right. had two uh, separate scenes for Friday after next, how that movie ended. Right. And and I had two seasons of a sitcom, me, Ray J, and uh, J. Yeah. Anthony Brown, on TV One. That's playing oh, got, very got, well in Nigeria right now. So they combined all those shows then to make one, <laughs> and they still didn't give you a star. <laughs> it's okay. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say. They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.